Welcome back to Geeks Inherited the Earth. I'm JC. I'm CK. Mike D. And joining us in the studio today again is our resident girl geek, Jamie Skull. Hey, hey. And this episode we had to pump out ASAP because we're tired of reviewing things after you don't give a shit anymore because of attending time in the studio and working around their lives and we were not waiting and sitting on Birds of Prey. That's right. We tapped into the Speed Force and here we are. Yes. Speed yes. Force. Speed Force. Speed Force. Speed Force. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this we, we got to hit Birds of Prey. There's a few other things this episode. If you want to stick with us, you know, Crisis on Infinite Earths wrapped up. The card started. But the big news story is, did DC actually make a movie worth recommending in the DC universe? For the second time, I will say, Wonder Woman was very good. I loved Wonder Woman. Third for me, because Shazam is the one that everybody forgets about. I haven't seen that one It's yet. fantastic. <laughs> I like Shazam, and I, can re- I, like, I recommend Wonder Woman to people, just because I think the third act is fucking insanely stupid. Doesn't mean I don't recommend the movie. Oh yeah, I understand. I mean, it's 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 not like Aquaman where you have to go. Yeah, that was a movie that I paid money and saw. I I love Aquaman, but that's because to me it's like uh, an almost animated Clash of the Titans. Yeah, I I, 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 I thought it was fun. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like the mythology of it. But I I hundred percent admit it's a dumb ass movie. <laughs> what killed me was the entire. I didn't expect to like it. It, mm. was, it seemed the trailer seemed so dumb. But I actually really enjoyed. it. I it thought it was fun. pretty as fuck. Oh, it's gorgeous. But one thing I will say about the DC movie Aquaman. Uh, at first, I'm like, why is he, he? He grew up in Maine. Why the fuck is he acting like a California surfer, dude? But I will say this is the first time the Aquaman has ever had a personality. So it's yeah. kind of cool. It stands apart from the Justice League members, and he's not just a dude that's there. So I'll, I'll take it for that. It's the T'Challa problem. Like in the comics, they were they've mm-hmm. both been very similar all these years. Aquaman and T'Challa have both been these like kingdom ruler sticks in the mud, the boring asses. <laughs> they're, they're just like these dudes. And the weird thing, the Aquaman book. made bank too. Do not, you oh, know, yeah. lest we forget, a lot of people loved that movie but my big problem was the entire promotion of the movie the uh, uh james wan i think it was his yes name? yeah uh, james wan. was saying the entire time he refused to allow the words ocean master to be uttered in this movie because he thought it was the dumbest title of a villain ever and not only did he lie to us it's a <laughs> giant cg scene on ropes and the, and the editing in 3d was so fucking weird you could see where the ropes where he was hanging from filtered in the fucking effects from they had to do different lines to it. It was like, 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 it's not just that the line sucks. It's that you, you acted it piss horribly and I can see the wires for fuck's sake. It was like, it was like Chris Angel to me. It was like, look, Uh, I can see the wires. You fly and fuck. So uh, birds of prey in front of the court. All those who enjoyed it. Say aye. Aye. Oh my fucking God. This movie is fun. It's It's so good. And the box office results in the first weekend came out and it, uh, flopped so i I saw so much online and in comic book groups and nerd groups and stuff online nobody wanted to see it and mainly they're they're missing out oh oh yeah yeah so do we do we address the incels before the movie i think that it's just without saying it's the duh we all went to see it together of course and the theater was virtually empty i mean there was hardly anybody else and two people left during it i didn't even notice that. oh yeah and i'll get to that in a second The thing is, it is the worst performing DC film since Jonah Hex. But here's the thing. It's got a huge (laughs) word of mouth. Word of mouth is great. Critical reception is great. So maybe it'll have some legs at the box office and it'll continue over the next few weeks. I really hope so. 86%. It's awesome. And I'll say, Michael and I told you guys, we tried to watch um, Suicide Squad because we had never seen it. 
before we went into watching Birds of Prey, and we only made it 15 minutes of the movie, and yeah, I was just like, I'm it not was horrible. We, two hours doing. We were this. like, turn this garbage off, we're, we're, and so I was nervous about going into Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. Um, but from what I saw of Suicide Squad, Harley was. One of the best parts. I just didn't. Still, it was TNA Harley. It, it was, was too like, TNA. It's like you're glamorizing mental illness and sexualizing it. What is this? And like, I, f- ugh, I feel just, like this made me feel wrong somehow. I feel like Margot Robbie wanted to do what she did in Birds of Prey in that movie, but she was being too stifled to do what she they were making her I do. I can see that. This is the movie Suicide Squad should have been. Now, 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 mm-hmm. now, here's the case for Suicide Squad. I have been quoted defending it. I defend what it could have been. See, originally, they hired David Ayers to write and direct it. This should be a slam dunk. Especially after his work on Black Hawk Down, they're like, okay, we're and just going to throw budget and budget and budget at you, and we want you to make a movie about the bad guys. He jumps on the idea, goes, fuck, yes. Yeah. Uh, he started writing it out, the casting for it, and they had to go to Comic-Con and announce it. What we didn't know is that they had literally started casting the movie kind of without his consent on some of this shit. They knew they had people they wanted to attach. Like Will Smith said that he wanted to do a superhero movie. So WB said, ah, we have a star. And they threw him in. Uh, Margot Robbie had already been vying for Harley Quinn. So that was a a, a no-brainer. And they kind of speed cast the movie so they could go to Comic-Con and announce it. Well, I'm glad they did cast Margot Robbie because she is Harley Quinn. She She is is now. Now, here's where they (laughs) fucked up. He originally had six months to write the script and to do pre-production, right? Uh, After Comic-Con, they said, wow, the buzz is huge. He had two weeks to finish the script. They cut him down to two weeks, and then on the middle of the two weeks, DC calls him and goes, okay, we know the Joker's in this, and you're doing the Enchantress as somebody who basically does random Groot-style miracles, but we want a giant CG battle, so you got to rewrite everything. And by the way, we have some design studio people coming in, and we're designing the Joker, we're designing Killer Croc, we're designing all of this shit, and you don't have control over it. Yeah, fuck that movie. Let's talk about Birds of Prey. He (laughs) (laughs) He tried to make a great movie. He tried, and he had no ability to ever do it. And then they went and ripped up the entire first act and said, instead of the way that you introduced everybody organically and naturally, we're having a movie studio that comes in and does nothing but trailers. Trailer and they're going to do yeah. super stylized introductions that last for 20 goddamn minutes. And yeah, yeah, it looks like just, a big selection it. on a video, like a fighting game character selection yeah. screen with it, a dead shot. If it yeah. looks like they didn't give a shit in that movie, they didn't. They literally, like David Ayers was literally going, say whatever the fuck you want this doesn't fucking matter anymore this shit's falling off the fucking rails it was made on adderall yeah <laughs> oh there you go so this was wb's ultimate cock in the ass of brutal fucking destruction to a fucking movie and wb fucks with a lot of their movies and destroys them anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> for Superman. Oh, yeah but the worst dick in the ass they gave was the suicide squad the good news was that margot robbie left with an attached solo movie in her conditions to do it and a and chip on her shoulder apparently well yeah. Yeah. it was her idea to um to do Birds of Prey, she was she was ready to produce it from the get go, and mm-hmm. she she put this project together, which um, I was really impressed with because I didn't know that going into the movie, and it was written by a woman who wrote also Bumble- Bumblebee, the only yep. good Transformers movie. Amen. Amen. And, That's really great. And it was also directed by a woman who is Kathy Yan, who is only the second woman to direct any superhero movie after Patty Jenkins directed mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, um, and it's also only her second film. 
Um, and, and it's she also did fantastic at it. Christina Hodson, the writer. It's she doesn't even have that much of a background. They 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 killed it. I no, think. they did. Margot Robbie started pushing for this movie the moment Suicide Squad made a fucking dollar. They put it in Dev Hell honor. They tried to make it a Harley and Joker movie. She's Gotham City Sirens. Oh, that's yep. right. That's right. She fought for Birds of Prey tooth and fucking yeah. nail. And when DC finally hit fuck it, she's got star power. They're like, yeah, let's give her a little movie. So we're going, we're going full spoilers here, right? Yeah, we're going full spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. So uh, it's not, here's the thing. I've heard people bitch, oh, Harley Quinn. She's not even in the Birds of Prey. Yeah, guess what? She's not in the movie fucking either. This is two separate deals. It's an origin for Birds of Prey. And then Harley's Emancipation. It's in the, yeah. it's in the name. It's in the title. Literally is in the fucking and honest, name, and the birds of prey aren't uh, like uh, officially formed until the end of the movie. Yep. Yeah, yep. and it's not Harley's not in that, no. but she the movie's about Harley Quinn, and and, uh, and it's got all these new characters introduced to become the birds of prey, and it sets up for f- amazing future for this this team of people if they get it. Hopefully, well, I'm I mean, gonna give a shout out to Montoya. How awesome was she? Oh, oh, perfect yeah. Montoya. The fact that they got. Rosie, Rosie Perez. Perez. <laughs> okay, I didn't know Rosie Perez was uh, cast in the role until the week of the release. I thought that there were like, I was just seeing Rosie Perez walk around and like she must be an ex. I didn't piece together she was her name on until I watched the second trailer on oh, like right. on fucking Monday. I was like my jaw dropped. I was like, oh my god, that's <laughs> perfect. And then you go see the movie and she is literally drunk. The whole fucking movie, <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 justifiably so. The 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 realistic fucking version of Raymond Toya that she pulled off of being a woman in a fucking police station filled with bro boys who mm. refused to give her a promotion and take credit for her work. Yeah, I'd be walking around with a flask in my hand, flipping everybody off if I was her too. Yeah, that was and awesome. even drunk, she's still a total fucking badass. Yeah, yeah well, there's this meta commentary uh, the whole time. The whole movie is very meta, by the way. This is Deadpool-y in its way. This is their Deadpool. There's a lot of breaking the fourth wall, not only with the characters, well, with Harley, but also with the way that it's filmed and the way the characters are portrayed. Like with Renee... They keep making the joke that she's acting like an 80s procedural cop. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. You always make the one-liners. Yeah. yeah, she always does the, you know, here's my badge. And, you know, like, she is that cop from, like, uh, Law and Order. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. she's, like oh, she's even totally. got the fucking pants suit with the jacket to yeah. fucking mm-hmm. match it. Like, yo, she's total Law and, and they call They call attention to the jokes a lot in this, and I really appreciated that. There's a lot of self-awareness. Like, it'll say, all of a sudden, if you're like, that was kind of dumb... The movie will say, "I know that was dumb, but here's why." <laughs> and yeah, also, so we, we went, we intended this to be dumb because yeah. you're gonna laugh about it, and it fits with well, the character. And then they they make a joke about it. They'll they'll it, they'll reference it within the con the the, the meta context yep, yep. of the film itself. So it's it's actually really really smart. Uh, nothing for nothing. Seeing a non-sexualized, actual, realistic fucking Harley and that blows up Ace Chemicals in an attempt to kill the Joker in the first five goddamn minutes set the fucking tone no, it wasn't. It wasn't an attempt to kill a Joker. It was revenge because that's where they met. It was just a it was a, a symbolic yeah. way of trying to recover from this breakup and this abusive relationship. She she blew up the chemical plant. She ate cheese it cheese whiz squirted straight into her mouth while binge watching Netflix but she also this is one of my favorite parts and I think I shouted out loud during the theater here too she fucking played roller derby I know yeah. and was gr- good at it I yeah. was and I played roller derby I started out um, the Hard Knocks Roller Girls when they first formed back in 2006 I played for four years so that really hit home with me and and Harley's been a, an, an, she's a endearing all time favorite character of mine oh, yeah. from back in the day so um, to see that just 
I gotta say here, tears when she, to my eyes. When she says that she screamed, it echoed in the fucking room. Yeah, <laughs> I, I felt a little bad. I'm like, no, don't be that person, Jamie. But then I did it again later when Keisha's woman came on. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we usually we usually are pretty. I, I'm usually very quiet in most movies uh, unless something really big happens, Same. like in Star Wars. There now and then, I would just chime in with, "Oh, he fucking did it." <laughs> you know, most of the time, I'm I'm pretty calm. But during this, I, we we kind of. Uh, devolved into like we were watching a fucking hockey game. Yeah. Well, it helped because the theater was kind of empty. So we were the annoying people in the theater yeah. for this. We were having, we were doing our own thing. We were having way too much oh, yeah. fun. We, we, took, over, we took over the theater. Yeah. Oh yeah. We were but like, fuck it. It's the most fucking fun movie I've seen since Deadpool. Yeah. 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 And yes. it's on par with the original Deadpool. It really is. And, and I, just everything, and Margot Robbie did what, 90% of her stunts? Wasn't it? The, yeah, that's something crazy. Like that. The stunts were so and awesome. There's, there was one scene in particular which is kind of it was kind of like a fuck you to those getting the band together shots like in Avengers you know the 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 the, the pinnacle everybody standing together shot the splash screen the splash page yeah uh, they they did their little take on it but the dope thing of it was you see very clearly Margot Robbie do this fucking crazy gymnastic neck takedown to a dude uh, right. roll over and then it shows her head go up and look to point there's a cut that they unnecessarily put in. I don't know why. Maybe somebody fucked up. But you can see that they are filming this from another angle, and she is like down to the way that her hair is falling, head going into position. She not only did that stunt, she did it better than the damn editors could pull together yeah. when they tried to complete nice. the shot. Because you see all the rest of the birds of prey come in, and they're doing their little stances and shit, and everything looks fucking dope. But my eyes were sitting there fixated going, did she really just do that fucking flip, and then they didn't just edit people walking right around her? Like... She just did that shit. Like, I lost my fucking mind. The amount of stunts Margot Robbie did in this movie alone is worth the price of admission just to go, man, I wouldn't fuck with Harley. Well, what's cool about that is the stunt team... Okay, so what happened with the movie? What happened was... What happened was... <laughs> here's what happened. Uh, the, the movie was pretty much getting finished, and they did several things when they decided to go back in and do some reshoots. And one of the biggest things they did was they brought, they realized the action needed to be punched up big time. So they brought in Chad Stahelski that did all the John Wick movies. Oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So when you're watching that, all those fight scenes and stuff, those were reshot, re-choreographed action huh. sequences and that's what dialed those up because when you're watching that they're very visceral they're yeah, very yeah, realistic yeah. even when they're, they're not realistic yes they are and what the impact yeah a lot of impact and the martial arts is like totally on point like I mean to and and they let it breathe there's no shaky cam here it is oh that's right that's you're true. watching yeah. the fucking fight which I appreciate like Definitely. I mean it's like yes I get to watch because I mean there were times where I was just like heavy breathing watching these these fights go down I was like oh, that looks so good mm. yeah. oh the fights are so fucking good and, and so, creative. Yeah, a lot of it was creative. so creative. Yeah. So they they were, they got to play around with the character itself and how she would how she would use weapons and stuff like that. And they 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 also they showcased the fact that Harley is one of the most dangerous hand, dangerous hand to hand combatants because of her insane style. Yep. I mean that you know like she's like I said the other night. There's two people that Bruce don't really like to mess with, and that's dealing with Harley just at any point because of how she <laughs> unpredictable. unpredictable and Black Canary because she can kick his ass. Speaking of Bru uh, Bruce, I love that she buys the hyena and names him Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that hunky Wayne guy. <laughs> I love the hyena. If, if, 
and, and nice she, then they got her fucking degree in it a lot. They, oh, they, a lot of her mentions and references to it. Yeah, um, the, the assessing people through the, throughout the movie, mm-hmm. uh, especially trying to convince the huntress that revenge normally doesn't do you any good. <laughs> we should have a sleepover. Like that, that's that's they did it right. That's how she should be. Especially the uh, the fucking was it the new fifty two relaunch for Harley where they finally started mentioning it more in the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, they got that version, which is like one of my favorite Harley runs too. They got that version of her like super dangerous but smarter than you like she's batshit crazy pun intended fully since she's mm. in the bat universe yeah but she's legitimately a genius like, yeah. like she's she's planned this out a little more than you think or maybe she's just that crazy i mean she did at one point start a fight scene with police officers after them shooting cocaine up her nose mm. like even yeah. trying to say what some of the scenes are in this movie are fucking ridiculous it sounds ridiculous yeah you know, your callback when you were talking about to uh, the Ace Chemicals plant in the beginning, something else that scene establishes in the movie is what a rich, amazing color palette this movie has. Oh, it does. oh just, God, it, yes. It really does. It's so rich and colorful, the neon everywhere, but not not too much. It doesn't make you barf, but it, it uses color in very oh, cool ways. That makes me think of the costume design, too, because her outfits are amazing, yeah. especially mm-hmm. when she's drunk, Harley, all in the beginning. Uh, the scene where she's walking down the street in her previous party outfit with that fringy rainbow jacket and then one shoe on. Oh. Yeah. It's so funny. I think it one was a heel up. and one was a flat. One was a heel. No, no, she, <laughs> no. Didn't, she was missing a shoe. It's okay. Yeah, just walk, it. That's yeah. called the walk of shame. <laughs> yeah. And she goes to get the sandwich and the hangover sandwich. Oh, the egg sandwich. What a great story that so is. So great. Uh, there's going to be people that go, the egg sandwich thing is like a nod to the chimichangas from Deadpool. I say, fuck you. That was only in the comics. There's never direct fucking references and love affairs to a chimichanga in either one of those fucking movies. It's a reference to being a hungover drunk girl with one shoe <laughs> yeah. on. You need eggs and bacon in your stomach. It's actually a really beautiful shot, too, when the sandwiches fall. Oh, out. It is. oh and she looks at it so lovingly, too. It's, it's very like godfathery. And, and nothing for nothing. How cool did like Gotham oranges. look? Like, it really oh, looked yeah. lived in. It yeah. didn't look like dark, grim. Yeah. Here is another rainy was, alleyway. It looked like Southside Chicago. That's a really good I point. I think that's what they're going to be going for in the new Batman movie. There was well. a lot of no. bright scenes that depi- depicting... Well, it, I noticed that from the beginning. And, and you could see... Like, and she lives in a fucking neighborhood down to everybody. She knows the fucking people in the neighborhood. It's not like... Not anymore, but... Do- well, <laughs> not anymore, clearly, but, you know, but like dark and broody and shit. No, it was just... <laughs> and this is a guy. Hi. You know, like, like she fucking... She lives there. She's part of the neighborhood. I think that it showed cool. the vastness of Gotham when you look at that and look oh, at yeah. some of the other stuff because it's like it feels like this is a section of Gotham, but you don't get to see the other boroughs that much. Right. This is like a part of Gotham where Harley lives and they're they're doing their thing, but you don't see all of Gotham. It feels like it's so big that this is just part of that whole world. Yeah, kind of like, like New a, York City. Like yeah. New York City. Yeah. I was gonna say like Hell's Kitchen or Daredevil. Like like, yeah. like like you know the difference between Brooklyn and the Bronx exactly. and Manhattan and like you know it's very much that, had that feel. How Gotham it. should be. Well, that's the problem with the Nolan trilogy is they mention the boroughs constantly, but you mm. only see it in the third act of Batman Begins, and it's already smoked to hell, burned to hell, dark, <laughs> already yeah. done. Yeah, you don't get to see it like. On a Tuesday, the guy with the food truck that always, you know, bumps yeah. a comic book off yeah. you. You don't see any of that shit. And then Harley... It's cool to like, see that. You, you could see the dude in that background that you can buy a 20 bag of weed off of kind of <laughs> shit. You know, like it's lived in... And they did some... 
So you and McGregor, man. Oh, you oh my do it, you motherfucker! <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> I can't just about help to it. say it. I can't no, I was, help it. I want to talk about him. Of all of these new DC movies since they've started their own little universe, since you know Man of Steel and everything started, you and McGregor is hands down, period, fucking the best pull they've. Got I didn't realize it was him for the longest time. I had, to it, I had I no idea. Like I had to remind myself. I, I was like, oh yeah, you McGregor's Black Mask. I was like, that's. Wait, that's he, Ewan McGregor? That's Ewan McGregor. <laughs> His huh. character was so amazing. He acted it so well like this spoiled, rotten, rich, narcissistic brat. Yeah. And it was so fun to watch him act that out. Hey, he, remember the rumors he, that he was supposed to be a homosexual character this whole time? And he totally was not. I didn't pick up I, on it. It's not something that occurred to me. I didn't None of it picked up all. on me no. at all. When I, I watched the movie know. at all. I was too busy just amazed that he's not a one punch one beat character like he, he no, genuinely no. has ambition has drive he mm. knows what the misconceptions of him are that are well he thinks misconceptions are 100% fucking accurate you can <laughs> tell and like, like just him trying to I want to make it like he, he literally is that rich kid that never gets to play softball with everybody and you can see him just kicking grass going but mom the guys won't let me play can you buy their parents yeah. off like that kid and then when they can't up. he just just beat somebody with a baseball bat yeah, exactly. or has his henchman beat somebody with a baseball bat cut their bat. fucking face yeah. off <laughs> oh my god what the fuck <laughs> did not see that coming no, at all no. that's disturbing as Ooh. fuck and what a great scene of that too they showed you just enough to where you're like oh my god oh. and then they, and the fact that Harley references it later when she's talking to people that probably aren't aware he cuts people's fucking faces <laughs> off like oh yeah who cut your fucking face off like no, seriously. <laughs> That's a scene where sound editing came in big time. Oh, oh the screams in the background. The screams are the squishing of the, the cutting the face yeah, off. That's the squelching, if you will. That's what I was reminded Squelch. of. The only bad part about his black mask is we're not getting him again. That's one of my only complaints yeah, about no, this movie. Not. This is something that has always irritated me with the Sam Raimi movies, <clears throat> uh, with the X-Men movies. There's so many movies leading up to these new eras to where they just, just fucking kill the villain every time. So, so now we can't get Black Mask. We can't get more Victor's ass, and those are, I mean, those are Iron Man did it too. Iron Man did it too. I will say, it is very sad, it was very satisfying moment because they, Cassandra Cain. They blew the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> the whole line with Cassandra Cain, oh, I got your ring. And she's like, ring? And then she tosses him. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that was such an awesome scene. It was very satisfying. So Cassand- it is sad that we don't get him again, but it was C- satisfying. Cassandra Kane, what a fucking reinvention that was. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see that one coming at all. Yeah, I didn't know anything about her character, so I read about Cassandra Kane and what... She's bad girl. All I mean, over like, the map, though, and orphan and <laughs> orphan, like, yeah. a I villain like that she and not speak. a villain. It's been crazy. So. I, I think they're making her orphan. They're, they're they're leaning into orphan more than they would Batgirl, obviously, because like. they're going to do Barbara. She spent a lot that. more time as orphan, yeah. though, than she did as Batgirl. Yeah. But it's just a lot of people now, when they think about Cassandra Kane, they're like, oh, that girl that was Batgirl and Barbara wasn't. Speaking like, of Batgirl, uh, the writer of this movie, Christina Hodson, is working on a Batgirl, Barbara Gordon oh, project. Oh, cool. Sweet. Yeah, they, I like how they left her and Catwoman in play for later. Yeah, yeah. Like those they are better those. not fuck up Catwoman because Catwoman has to be perfect or I will riot. <laughs> Catwoman <laughs> I will is destroy. one of the most beloved characters of all time. If, if the listeners like, could have seen the look on your face right now, they'd know that I just peed a little because <laughs> it just scared the fuck out of me. Uh, <clears throat> well, I mean, dude, it's Catwoman. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> we we still are yet since Michelle Pfeiffer do get an adequate Catwoman. Yeah, I'll say that. And like I, I Anne Hathaway is Catwoman. That wasn't Catwoman. What was she that was from? Uh, Dark Dark Knight Rises. 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 Oh, God. Rises. I mean, she was a cool character, but she wasn't really like. 
She Cal was Cal Selena was Kyle. The, was that the last one of those? Yeah, three? she was yeah. Selena yeah. Kyle. Oh, she was I, Selena Kyle. She was a great Selena Kyle. I can't stomach Kyle. that movie. I like it, but it's a bit much for me. It's a it's so a heavy tedious. fucking movie, and it's tedious and long. It really I like is. it a lot, but it's love not Batman for everybody. And Batman I love, Begins is um, the best Batman movie ever made. I think it's the best one, definitely. Yeah. It, it tells the, the best, you know, clear story from point A to point B to point C. It's a Batman movie. You get the coolest Batman fight yeah. scenes to me when he's uh, in the warehouse and the docks and the shadows. You yeah. just hear people screaming and guns going off, and they see the cape a little bit every now and then. Awesome. Well, Batman yeah. Begins was the best. It yeah. was all downhill from there. I mean, you can drive trucks through the plot holes of Dark Knight. Well, Dark Knight's a Joker movie anyway. Dark Knight needs it's about the, half an it's hour. It's the Joker it. prequel. Yeah, 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 it needs the yeah. first yeah. half hour it's of it. The whole let's go to China. Like what the f- when you rewatch that movie, don't you just watch the heist scene in the beginning and then skip twenty five minutes and watch the rest? Uh, I do. Yeah, I do too. Right <laughs> to where he walks in on the uh, when the Joker walks in on Gamble and them having. Yep, and if you notice, there's, there's a, scene there's a chapter oh. mark on it, so you literally just have to hit chapter. F- I, I remember this because I've counted four fucking times. <laughs> it's four times after the heist scene until that in twenty minutes. You get back of your life. This is your your. <laughs> Life tax rebates. There you go. Nope. Instead now, of oh, go ahead. Well, we kind of deviated from the Birds of Prey thing, but it just made me remember. But other than Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey, has Harley been in a movie before? Nope. No, I didn't think so. And neither is Huntress. So and crazy. holy, oh, that's shit. true. Oh, did yeah. anybody or Black Canary? She was so cool. Did anybody oh, realize that so is she. Ramona Flowers is that tall? That's all I could think yeah, she's of. Very tall. Because Mary Winstead or whatever. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, she played Ramona Flowers in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, and she yeah. looks shorter than Michael Sarah oh, for yeah, two fucking tiny. hours. And then you see her as Huntress, and I'm like, oh my god, she's beautiful and tall and can kick my ass, and oh my god, she's really crazy. Calm yeah. down, calm <laughs> down. No, she wasn't really crazy. She was really. Um, I loved her personality because it's not what I would have expected from Huntress because she was just like uh, awkward. So, she was, yeah. she was so awkward. determined, but also awkward and kind of self unsure at the same time. And lethal, but awkward. all she's the, done her whole life is hang out with like two assassins. Yeah. She's never got to socialize. Yeah. The okay. one thing that they <laughs> definitely got right about Huntress is that uh, Huntress is like number one hobby, probably only hobby, is murdering the fuck out of people. Yeah, no. yeah just cold blooded crossbow in the eye. Just you're done here. And it just, it's well, like, it's all revenge too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it just loves it. She just wants to be called Huntress. And like, oh, you're the crossbow. Like, good <gasps> dude. There's, they call me. So great. There's such a closet. Fuck you to the Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Lord. Oh yeah. But I mean, yeah, she's basically like Snake Eyes. I mean, she was like raised, except like even worse. Like she was raised on like basically, uh, uh, she was raised in Sicily by herself by these two assassins her whole life. After seeing her entire family gunned down, laying under their fucking bodies. Yeah. That was insane. And they still give her this like awkward, really like normalized, accessible character though. That was what was cool. I thought when I saw Huntress was going to be in a movie, we're getting a cold-blooded snake eyes murder machine. The one dimensional. Yeah, Yeah. very. Because it's very hard to make Huntress not one dimensional. I will harken back to the comics for a minute because the most recent run of Birds of Prey um, is Batgirl, Huntress, and Black Canary. Mm -hmm. And um, she is a totally different character in that. I don't know if either anybody has read you have. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, But um, she is a very much of a different personality. She's very commanding. She's very uh, leader kind of very much an assassin but she doesn't have any of that awkwardness at all. It was a great little run of that comic book. And that's Helena? Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, you also have what's her name? That's um, Selena's Selena and Batman's daughter. That's been been been, been in the Birds of Prey several times as Huntress. She was in the Birds of Prey TV series. That was the character. I never even knew that was. She's a thing. from Earth Two. Until yeah. I was looking. She's from Earth Two. Yeah. So uh, sometimes 
she has appeared in Birds of Prey comics in the regular continuity when it's like a futuristic thing and right. stuff okay. like that. Now this one was so, Helena. It was Helena yeah. Bertinelli. Uh, it's good. I, I'm glad that Huntress is getting more of a kick because I remember when she's a great character in the She's '90s when they first started like really using her. I don't remember when she was originally debuted, but I first started reading her in the '90s when they debuted her. She scared Batman. She's basically yeah. the female Punisher, I guess. You yeah. could think of it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, it, it, if if the original versions of the Punisher, where he was mainly a sniper rifle for everything, uh, yes, like distance killer, bullets. precision killer, that shit, that yeah, yeah, he's mm-hmm. it, like she's very much like you know if this was an RPG, she's your fucking sniper character right. without the a fucking crossbow doubt. killer. The <laughs> little scene with her in the bathroom going, "They call me." Oh, it's so cute. I'm, I'm sorry. Hun- I outs- love it. Outside of Margot Robbie's. Uh, Harley Huntress stole the fucking show for every you know, scene uh, she's in. I think we need to talk about uh, Canary, about Dinah. She played the straight. She played the straight character, her, you know, the straight woman. Her. Um, so I, we went so long in the movie and only seeing that hint of her power, and I know it from the comic books, but um, I didn't think we were going to see it until that ending scene, and and also just regardless of her showing her power or not, I thought the acting, the character, the casting for her was. Perfect. She that um, journey small at Bell, awesome, awesome yeah. as Black Canary. I hope that uh, we see more of her. Came out of nowhere, man. I yeah, mean, she's absolutely. done a few things, but like she just captivated me. Not to mention captivated that she me is, too. Captivated is the right word. Absolutely beautiful. She's so um, beautiful. I mean, like she she stands kind of heads and shoulders over the rest of the cast. I feel like as far as just like standing out. Yeah, I as agree like with as that. like the standout character I of the totally movie. I totally agree with that because it's like every every scene she's in, she captivates. Yeah, you know, it's like. Who is this? And she's like, <laughs> and she's like the most. Would you call it normal? Like, she's this. Oh, the straight, straight woman. Yeah, she's, yeah. Straight she's not woman. silly or goofy. She's just a. But person. she still kicks ass. And yeah. what an amazing singer too. Like, yeah. Ugh. She, I loved, loved her. Her kicking techniques and all that that she was doing, Perfect. like that's, that's like her style. Like, and they also, got her Mary. also a little different from the most recent uh, Black Canary comic book that I read was from a few years ago. But um, that character was totally. Uh, rock star. Oh, more, that was when like, they did the dive bar like singer, the, the punk rocker. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 Which was a cool idea it for was her. Cool. Oh, oh, it I kind of, it. it kind of fits, but it does. Mm, it's this kind is, of fits. This is better. This is much. This better. is better. I, I like. I loved the, the, the portrayal of it. Uh, but the, even though we've been spoiling this for like twenty five minutes, I figure at this point you've either already seen the movie or you weren't going to see it. So we're hoping yeah. that you go because this is totally our like our birds of praise episode for sure. Birds, birds of praise. praise. That's it. That's better than Crisis on Infinite Birds. That's what I put. That's what I put for the thing when I was just typing a title. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, we got it. That's title for sure. Yeah, Birds, Birds of, praise. of Praise. Hell yeah. But, uh, no, it's not a Christian album. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. oh no, I don't like it as no, well. No, you do. <laughs> now I like it better. No, like it's funnier. It is. Now it's, all, all, now it's ironic. And it went from Great. Birds of uh, from Black Canary to Birds of Praise to Christmas album, so it's Birds of Praise sang by Black Canary. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the, the, awesome. the last TV spot they put up spoils that. The ending of it is her doing the Black Canary scream, and it shakes in the Birds of Prey no logo. No way! And I saw it the, uh, Thursday when I'm I got up. I'm glad I didn't have that spoiled. Uh, like literally, I got up, I turned on fucking TV, and was just sitting there eating lunch, and then the TV spot came on, and <sighs> so I knew right there. So I'm really glad I didn't have the roller derby stuff spoiled because I had no clue, and it, it delighted the fuck out of me. And then um, I, I'm really glad I didn't have that spoiled because I literally yeah, me too. they waited till the end of the movie to have that, and it was the perfect timing in yeah, my I opinion. Did, I didn't see that trailer, thank God. Yeah, thank God. Uh, this I'm, is what I hate about trailers. Like I don't. 
I like to watch a trailer. I want to see a little bit of what what's going to happen, but I don't want to see the whole fucking movie when I'm watching a damn trailer. Look at the original Endgame trailers. That's how you fucking do oh, it. Oh, great yes, example. Exactly. Great example. Perfect. You knew fucking nothing walking in there. You knew Thanos was going to get got, but you didn't know. You watched those trailers. Didn't you how. didn't know it was going to get got in 15 yeah. fucking minutes. Didn't know how it was going to go down like that. It didn't no. show five years later in the fucking trailers. And this last yeah, that was a surprise. Like, no. But okay, so it's Canary Cry, by the way. Let me let me just let everybody know that as a huge Canary fan, it's the Canary Cry. I'm putting on my nerd glasses. We what? have to refer to it as Canary Cry. That's her power. Yes. Oh, I did not know it's that. The canary they Cry. didn't. I don't think they even said that in they the didn't. comic book that I read. It's it's old school. CK I, I just go. I, I like the CK Canary media. Cry. Did they say that in the movie? No. 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 CK just the, well actually does. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like well actually. It's just it's called the Canary I, Cry. I like it. I like Thank it. you, Hero Clicks. Oh, that's for cool. teaching me so many powers of characters that I would never know otherwise. And also by buying those stupid encyclopedias that I always get. I really <laughs> hope this movie makes up the money in the back end, man, because it was too. so well, much goddamn it, fun. They've. I will buy this movie when it comes out. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'll do anything. I already, this already know I need to own this movie. It's not done terribly. It's just not met their expectations yet. It's, it's not like bomb. It's because so it's many just, fucking. We talked about incels. They're, yeah, now it's time. Now we can rip men, the band-aid off. Yes, yes, yes. Thank yes. you for you guys, because men out there love to piss all over anything women do. Any and if it's all about women, by women, for women, it's not for women. It's a movie for people that love movies. And, and I mean, we had a friend that might came with me. She's not a comic book fan. Never, probably never read one. Mm-hmm. She loved it. It's a movie for people, yeah. and people and people just because it's all about women for women by women, they shit all over it. I don't have strong opinions about things I've not seen or read. I listen up, incels. Well, actually, no one, no one's in incels listening to this. They might be. It's a geek <laughs> podcast. You never. Know. I don't know. We 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 we've literally. I I've got a friend who's done a click count. We have every episode outside of the year interview, decade interview, have. Mostly CK have we've dove at Intel's every single episode since the pilot outside of the wrap up. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry about that. No, I'm not. No, I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> and I mean, here, here's the words I keep seeing in, in a lot of these IGN comments and a lot of these message board comments, Facebook posts. The, the, the movie seems like it probably is. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be. You don't get a fucking opinion. Shut up. You haven't seen it. You don't get to say how you feel about it. <laughs> yeah. No. And, that, yeah, and exactly. you know, if you want to sound, I know you think you're cute by saying stunning and brave, or this is woke. Oh, but like, uh, I am so tired of hearing this goddamn movie's woke because like, it's you feminist even, propaganda, Cody. Don't you know? You're just fucking saying that shit because a you're a troll, which props, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or b you're just you're buying into the trolls and you think it's actually real. You watch a fucking YouTube channel that half these guys watch. That's that's these fucking uh, smear rags on on YouTube where just they just get clicks every time that a movie's about to come out that has the least bit of. Not even propaganda, but that can seem woke or SJW mm-hmm. or pandering. They just attack Ugh. it. They did it with Terminator Dark Fate. I got oh, yeah. nothing from that being pandery at all. They did it with this because they were talking about, oh, like I literally saw a comment yesterday from a horrible fucking human being <laughs> that said, um, yeah, I don't really care much about this movie because one, it hates men, and two, the homosexual angle. Yep. And I was like, so you didn't fucking watch it because all that shit about people saying, oh, gay Roman Sionis is going to be in this. He wasn't. Well, there's so also the homosexual angle from um, 
uh, Renee Montoya because she exactly. But, that, that, but they okay. don't mention oh, but that, it. That's two chicks, Jamie. That's it's different. fine because <laughs> it's fine because this. No, no, right. <laughs> There's no this. You, this is. I want to actually want to touch on that because Montoya is one of, if I'm not mistaken, the first strong lesbian character in the Bingo. DCU, and. It's clear in the movie that she is, but you're not told that. They don't she's rub never, it in her face. You no, know, that she's. She talks to her ex girlfriend or whatever, yeah. her ex living girlfriend. And the uh, I, I shaved my balls for this shirt. Come on, that's oh, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> also, there's a tiny, tiny mention through animation that Harley dated a girl in college. Yeah, just that one. Mm-hmm. Pi- they showed a her the frame. three pictures, and there's the one yep. that had the. Yep, yep. It was two guys that were her exes that broke her heart, and then it showed a girl for a split second, and then that cuts too. And I was like. All right, that's all we needed because yep. she's bisexual because she's with fucking Ivy half the time mm-hmm. and we all know it and that's the one thing I wanted from this movie that I didn't get because I thought Pamela should just like I needed Ivy in that this. needs a movie though that yeah. is a, that's a zone that's the sirens that's yeah. the sirens movie yeah, yeah that's okay. your sirens oh that would be so perfect now yeah. they could follow this with that oh man Harley and Ivy doing their thing oh so that would be so wonderful I got two things on this number one um me and Mike have a friend that uh, we heard come in and ask us what what do we think of Birds of Prey, and he's like, I, I thought it would be a little too girl powery, but it was okay. And that one statement summed up to me everybody like like I hate to be an okay boomer motherfucker, but like all of the older age groups are like, I don't want to watch a bunch of girls run around the screen. Uh-huh. Summed it up right there. That demographic, I never thought about this until the movie came out. Gone, fucking gone. Any of those Not people, yeah. like if you're. If you still think all action movies need shirtless, sweaty Arnold Schwarzenegger covered yeah, really. in glittery man muscles, you're not <laughs> getting the fucking glitter. Nice glitter. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not gonna get that. And if you look at it, like, those are like like the, the alpha incels to me. I think this is where it starts Ugh. to downhill slide. Like That's they so created gross. the incels we have now. I just want them to go away. You, you want to watch Arnold and you. Naked, and you want to watch movies with guys in it like that, but like somehow a movie with all girls in it is a problem. Well, they're not. I think they're not TNA in this movie. A problem. There's no. And, and there's nothing TNA about snowflake. this just, movie. None of it makes they kick not. ass and they look sexy. They look there's good. There's yeah. not TNA. Not, one, not in for any one way. moment. No, not for not one at all. Moment. And 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 actually, uh, it's past not TNA. It, uh, Harley's outfits are fucking stylish and cool as shit. Yeah, they are. That's true. She had a ball with her designer, and I had a ball watching it. I was like, oh god, I was like, I need that fringy multicolored uh, jacket when I awesome. when I smacked you but when it showed the fanny pack and I was like dude I need it <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where she got distracted on the run she goes ooh I would do the same oh, fucking thing same yes <laughs> the other thing that drove me nuts about this was the incels complaint okay uh, in our group thread uh, when the earlier views came up Mike texts into it Guys, do not go read the comments on IGN. <laughs> They're fucking disgusting incels. I'm so, I just gotten off work. I just poured a fucking cocktail of vodka. I literally put my feet up in my recliner and texted Becca. So you're saying I should read this really slowly? Oh boy, <laughs> that's what I, I spent 45 yeah. minutes of my life on the phone with a friend of mine who's a you know girl geek as well like she would love to get her on this show just so she could recant this story mm-hmm. it was me getting fucking slammed drunk reading these out loud in Shakespeare voices because wow. they were so fu- one of them was uh, you know I don't mean to you know sound you know like blah whatever I can't I'm paraphrasing because I don't want an exact quote of this in my brain uh, 
Basically, he's like, I don't want to sound like an incel. He found another word for incel. That means you're about but, to sound like an incel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means it you're does. about to do that. Yeah, it's like that. I'm not racist butts, but yeah. I'm not an incel now, butts. I'm not racist, but I'm about to say something super racist. <laughs> and I was like, you know, uh, I just don't understand how they could uh, completely leave out strong male roles for this movie and expect it to do well in the box office. Uh, uh, uh. The first off, fuck you. <laughs> and then like, I started just reading down from there. One of them was like, oh, great. They're just, why did they cut us? My, my absolute favorite stupid comment was, why did, why isn't fucking Jared Leto in this for his Joker redemption? Yeah, worst, we need him in Joker. this. I never want to say that, that again in my fuck life. That. Worst Joker I've ever seen, ever. He's ever. the Jokolo. Yeah, the, the Jokolo. Totally. The Jokolo. Yeah. Yep. The Jokolo. He's more, more Drexel from True Romance than he is the Joker. Yeah. Oh, you're so I kept right. sitting there oh, yeah. looking while we are watching it, and I was like, what does he remind me of? And after hunka, we hunka. talked about it, it was totally yeah. Drexel from True Romance. So, well, I love Drexel. Don't get me wrong. So no, after reading these com- not as the Joker. No. So, so, so here's my <laughs> summation of this. After reading these horrible bullshit incel comments, I'm sitting there scratching my head, and like my only response was, do you want to know why you're not getting laid because incel by definition involuntarily celibate mm. it's because you say shit like this and you can actually hear girls vaginas seal up in a defensive mechanism <laughs> to keep you away do you guys know that women don't want you saying stuff like that or they don't want to hear stuff like that because they don't really <laughs> but, but, you see, but because I'm a man and this is a Trump America you're just like uh, dude, it, it comes along with all of this now. I see it every time that something like this comes up. It's the immediate interaction. It's the immediate knee-jerk reaction uh, is that they're, they're going to say something exactly like that. Like, it's fucking woke. And I mean, like uh, like we saw it with Captain Marvel. You know what? Nobody yeah, that saw uh, Captain Marvel even fucking... Because I guarantee you, you watch Captain Marvel, she's not a stick in the mud. No. She's... She's funny and weird, and that movie doesn't suck at all. No, it's and, awesome. And people attacking Birds of Prey thinking that it's A, for social justice warriors, or no, B, not at about all. them. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. No, this movie is raunchy. <laughs> this is raunchy. Yeah. This was a, 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 as far as dialogue goes, this movie was hard R as fuck, son. Yeah, uh, also, people <laughs> talking about the Joker movie being violent. This movie is way, way more violent. I think violent. I read that it's only the second DC movie to be rated R. It's got to be. It is. It is rated R. It's got to be. It is. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, it's got to oh, be the second yeah. one. I, I think. don't know what the first one is. I didn't. The first Joker. one's Joker. And it did so well that they were like, fuck it, let's make this one. I don't think they've ever made another DC film based on a DC... Cr- oh, Swamp Thing. The first one. No, it's not rated R either. And this shows boobs. And yeah, it's like still PG. One? Yeah, yeah, Adrian Barbeau. <laughs> it's not R. And it shows boobs. <laughs> back, you remember back when you could have a PG and you could show boobs? PG like, thirteen probably. It was, no, it was PG before PG thirteen. Yeah, this was eighty two. You could throw, you have a couple dams in there. Yeah, you're, you're, you, could, you like, could say fuck. It'd be like Spielberg movie where the parents are smoking pot upstairs, yeah. openly drinking. Yeah. You could show boobs <laughs> in a PG movie because Adrian Barbeau's boobs are in Swamp Thing. <laughs> so yeah, there is not another rated R one, and this movie is rated R as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, 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 that is a solid point though, because like, the Joker's so violent. He killed what like. Four or five people, maybe. Max. Oh, he killed the fuck out of him. But yeah, there was yeah, only four yeah, or five. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> killed him. He killed him in a dark, gritty, way realistic DC soundtrack behind it. But uh, uh, Harley kills more people by accident in any individual scene. She's pissed off in this movie. Then, like, she hands Cassandra Kane dynamite at one point. And goes, could you toss that at the window? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Victor Zaz kills more people in this movie than the Joker killed in his own movie. And Zaz, what a great Zaz. Zaz was just a sicko. Yeah. You're like, oh my That's God. another thing Easy. I'm, I'm pissed that we're not getting more of because, man, they did a I good I don't Zaz. think he's dead. I don't think he's Zaz dead. Zaz could be alive. Mm. I, I think, that we're, okay, so the way that they show him die, he gets an arrow in a part of his neck. He lays down and Harley 
keeps hitting him with the uh, anesthesia thing. And then they just kind of leave him there. He kind of dies off screen in true. a way. Like oh, he, that's true. They're like, that guy's dead. And I'm like, but they can always, a writer can always bring him back and say, no, he didn't die because it's Victor's ass and he's fucking crazy. And yeah. that, that's one that's easy to recast. Let's say that actor doesn't want to replay him. You yeah. can recast Zaz. You like, can you recast could not Zaz. recast Ionis, okay, here, but no. you can here's, recast Zaz. No. Here's the issue I've got. They wasted Zaz because I wanted if... He's if, a great villain. Okay, oh, yeah, the, so the new Batman movie's not supposed to be in the DC universe? I right? know it is, dude. I've lost track. It's going to be. Because if it... Okay, if it is in it we lose Zaz Zaz needs to be the villain of a Batman movie why that's been slept on at least one of the villains in the movie because that is I mean I don't think he could carry it on his shoulders no like if he was one of the threats like if he was like employed by Penguin or something like I could see that working really well but just there's so much if, if they're wanting to do this dark gritty DC stuff which I'm one of the people in the minority that think that shit's cool most of the time just because I'm a fucking grown up goth kid but like I fucking <laughs> Okay, what? Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck no. No, I, I, I listen to way too much German techno in my car to do that. No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, FTM, leave me alone. Sprockets. Yeah, but uh, fucking, seriously though, why do they sleep on Zaz? Where the fuck has Zaz been? He was in the dark, or he's in Batman Begins. Kind of. For like 30 seconds. Yeah, kind well, of. Well, I mean, he's not visually much of a spectacle for a superhero movie. He's a sick fuck that kills people and he's got scars on his body so, and, and yeah. now if they Compared do that to some gonna, of the other rogues of Batman eh. I don't know when, when Killmonger takes his shirt off they're like oh my god he has a scar for every kill yeah so does Zaz mm-hmm. yeah. like, well Kill, it, Killmonger has a compelling story though and Zaz is just a sick fuck you use him as your foil Use him as an early on mm-hmm. villain that's like something Batman is investigating. Yeah. And that leads you, you into so, Seven I style. Mean, yes. Yeah. yeah. They, they cast everybody but the kitchen sink for villains for this new fucking, uh, you know, uh, Battinson flick. Yeah. Uh, where was Zaz? Like, come on. Give me hey, you Zaz. might see him. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, don't I think the only person, villain they haven't thrown in yet is Calendar Man for fuck's sake. I mean, <laughs> Joker. <laughs> Which won't happen. No. But there'll be something. Oh, by the way, there was an after credit scene God that we missed. God damn it. I learned that on the what? way here. On the yeah. way here. Birds of Prey has an after credit scene. Yeah. It's what? nothing, yeah. though. Post-credit it's, scene. It's a Ferris Bueller ending. Why are you still here? Okay, since you're still here, I'm going to tell you a secret about Batman. Black. Mm. Huh. Oh, well, like, just like they did in Deadpool. Yeah, it's very it's, Deadpool. God damn, this really is their Deadpool. Yeah. Fuck me. She's I'm like, all right with it. I yeah, am too, I like yeah, it. I dig it. No, it's, yeah. it's so, raunchy as fuck, violent as fuck. So, um, what, uh, um, Action uh, comedy? scale of one to ten, what do you guys give it? Seven. I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with eight. One thing that, uh, that pushes over the edge for me a little bit is I think so much of uh, the heart and soul, how much Margot Robbie cares about this project. Everyone seemed to be invested in it and really seemed to be having fun doing it. So mm-hmm. that translated to me. I'm, I'm going with eight. That's hey. a really solid point, though. That everybody in this movie is clearly having a fucking blast. Yeah, they're having fun making it. And uh, the reason I said seven out of ten, that's uh, that's not a bad score at oh, all. No, 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 no. Like, I'm, I'm not like these people on YouTube that's like, if it's anything below a 90, like, that's not what I mean <laughs> yeah. at all. Like, Metacritic motherfuckers. Yeah, like, it's fucked up. No, like, I'm saying seven out of ten because like a eight out of ten is Joker to me. So we're talking about like quality of filmmaking. I take into all the aspects of that, like like shot design, acting. Mm-hmm. There were a few things that were a little bit off. I am not throwing shade at the actress that played Cassandra Kane. I'm just saying there were some parts where she was coming across as a child actor. Right. And I could and and you just you can't help that. No. It's just something that happens. So I mean, there were some pacing things going on. Yeah, yeah the in middle kind middle, of bogs a touch. Yeah. It's not really a full complaint for me, but it de- the middle part does kind of... I, I needed a breather. 
Because uh, <laughs> like I needed, I need, I needed to breathe um, after the first fact. Man. It might have been ten minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Like chopped, it, chopped down a couple little like here and there's. Either that, or you give me thirty more minutes of development that I didn't get to see, like in a director's cut, which I sure oh, can't, will can't happen. Wait, can't wait. Yeah, I really want to see that. So I mean, like, but all in all, like I thought the performances were incredible. I thought that Margot Robbie just she embodies this role. She, she loves it. Crushed it. Um, the physical. Uh, the the stunts and the choreography was beautiful. The way that they used, like we said, color mm-hmm. and sound, uh, it was really sharp. Uh, the direction was tight. Even that back and forth kind of stuff. And what I was really wanting to lead into that I meant to talk about. There's a scene in particular in this movie where it deals with abuse in a very visceral way. Uh, early on, Roman Sionis Black Mask is punching Harley in the face, and she goes oh, to yeah. a happy place. Oh yeah. That's, it's like a, a Marilyn Monroe dance number kind of thing. And as she's getting punched, you can see it's kind of jarring her and she's shaking in and out of it. And it's like, oh my God, this woman has been abused so much by the Joker that she created this place in her head to go to when a man is punching her. And I was like, wow, that's some subtext going on there that's People aren't going to probably pick up on it every they, time. That was kind of subtle the way they just wedged it in like that. Yeah, because all of a sudden it's like violently it's ending and she's getting shook out of it and they, they don't expound on it. It just ends. And I'm like, mm. oh, damn, dude, she's an abused person. Like, this is, that's her wall. I was like, that is crazy. It's very smart. There's some very smart choices in this movie. And this is the anti-suicide squad, dude. It's like they all the, all the mistakes they learned from that one, they just were like, no, okay, we'll go back and we'll we'll give it, instead of like, here we're going to intro everything so you'll know everything up front and it's front loaded they did like the Reservoir Dogs thing where you go back or the Pulp Fiction thing where right. you go back and you get filled in on things well this this movie has as much in common with the Tarantino movie as it does a superhero movie mm-hmm. if not more for sure yeah I, I go with that and, and if you look at it from the side man I, she is still fundamentally crazy so if like James Gunn's uh, The Suicide Squad takes place in a different you know, if they're if they're putting it in a different universe type of shit, right? They could still cast her in it. She'd be talking about all this shit. Never, nobody have any idea what she's talking right. about. True, but I do think that it's in the same because I mean, she's in it, and she. She, she goes, hey, I know that guy. She's going to have right. creative yeah, control yeah. over that character, kind of like Ryan Reynolds does Deadpool. I think so. And, um, I, I mean, for me, I give it a 10 because no, um, it spoke to me. Mm-hmm. I, I loved everything that we've all said we loved about it, except it really was personal for me in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And, um, but the, the, being such a empowering movie for women and being produced, written, and directed by a woman by women, um, that it and, and having it be so good without being um, any con- condescending in any way, mm-hmm. or and to me, I don't, I didn't see any kind of like anti-men or man bashing no, no, i mean no. it was maybe anti-scumbag it, anti-piece yeah, of shit anti, <laughs> anti-abusive anti-scumbag anti don't be a well, shitty person see a movie to women like that. I, I like pro-abusive um, movies but it, <laughs> right? it was it was perfect I, like i said i can't wait to own it um i left the theater say, saying i liked this better than wonder woman which i loved mm-hmm. um and that i from now on think any movie that is going to star women needs to be directed by women i i i, I totally agree with that's that. that's a solo i didn't know it was written by a woman too well, i knew it was directed by one mm-hmm. and i know margo had everything in the fucking world to do with it she but was that's a producer. really fucking cool yep. I can't deal with all this SJW crap right now. Yeah, fuck off. The way that I... The, the, the reaction I was having when I was noticing your reaction... It was a blast watching it through your eyes. Yeah, was. I was like... It was kind of like... When I went to see Black Panther, I saw Black Panther in at Easttown Mall. 
if that tells you anything on opening oh, crap. that. Is this our one per episode racist up comment? Yeah, well, it's, 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 this is actually pretty, yes, but it's poignant. <laughs> for the, um, for the, I realized while I was sitting watching that movie, I was looking around me and realizing how much this was meaning to everyone else. That's yes. amazing. And when I was and that's watching. beautiful. Yeah, it is. I mean, I was like, this means something, this is great, but I see a, next to me, the, the people I'm interacting with, the, the demographic, the black demographic that was watching that movie with me, it was hitting them hard. How can you not That's love how I felt that? About and that made me so happy. So when I watched sure. you watching it, I was like, "Oh man, this is her shit right now. Like this is this is hitting her on a level because it's hitting me on a level where I was just entertained. I was like, yeah, this is great, and I was having fun. But I looked over at you and I was like, oh my god, she is this dialed in. This is mm-hmm. hitting That's really her. Really cool that you noticed that. But, yeah, because I literally cried the whole last thirty minutes oh, yeah. because of how happy the movie made me. It wasn't like I was sad. I was so happy that I was crying, and I didn't expect that. Yeah. I mean, we came out of the theater talking about it, and I still was like tearing up talking yeah. about it. So it's just how much I loved it. My thing with this was, uh, I, I realized this was going to be, I didn't think about it at all going in. I didn't think about it at all during the movie. I realized it, seeing your response afterwards mm-hmm. was like, you know, I, I've got a, a 10-year-old little girl with a horrible sense of humor, just like her dad's, and <laughs> loves comic books, just like her dad. I'm like, dude, when Eliza gets a few years older. Yeah, she'll love this. She's, oh, yeah. and, and, you know, it's got, <clears throat> I'm sitting there in the back of my mind thinking, how cool is this that it is a big fuck you to abusers which you know she she's not dumb she knows they exist she knows what they are such a good fuck you to abusers i'm gonna have that joke with my kid even if she like there's no way she's not gonna love this she loves action movies horrible jokes and you know she already loves harley and under she understands bad relationships from that example already at 10 yeah oh my fucking god i cannot wait to watch (laughs) so what's your score on it yeah what's your score uh because it would be eight but because of uh the future jc loving to watch it with his daughter i'm pushing it to a nine nice there we go well and i talked about it with my 17 year old son today and i was like i can't wait for you to see this movie you're gonna love it and uh, told him a little bit about it, and he was really because I was doing my research and talking to him about it. He he was pretty excited. I, when I, we left to go to the movie the other night, um, I said, "Hey, if you feel like watching Suicide Squad, it's over there, but I wouldn't recommend it." Yeah, <laughs> What's yeah. funny to me is uh, you're fine without it. Like they wanted uh, y'all wanted to borrow it for research, and like when I gave Jamie a copy of from the you know from the library of, you know, that is my house of just random horrible shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was like, "Hey, thanks." I was like, I was like "Don't take me yet." Don't 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 say that. You want me to burn it for you? No, no. Uh, I'll we'll give it back. I, I use it for a coaster. <laughs> it's like an old AOL disc. It's a nice neony coaster. Uh, so yeah, uh, uh, while we're still in the DC train, uh, gotta ask Cody, what do you think of Crisis on Infinite Earths? Oh yeah, we can we can dive into that for a minute because yeah, okay. So Crisis on Infinite Earths happened, and it's uh, the five. Five part CW event that their big crossover they do every year. This is the biggest one they've ever done. In fact, this doesn't just cross over uh, the DC TV shows. It's it, the fucking movies. It's the movies and everything. It's the universe of the D- of DC. <laughs> they they show all the stuff from the DC Universe app. They showed Titans. They showed Swamp Thing. They uh, showed Mi- eighty nine Batman. They showed Ezra Miller's Flash. Ezra Miller's Flash showed up, and I mean made. Plenty enough reference that he didn't know that his name should be Flash, and uh, <laughs> that makes sense. And he likes the suit better. That it's like he liked uh, Grant Gustin's suit because it's more like like comfortable looking instead. So he made that. He That's said that, funny. and he's like, "Oh, and Victor told me that." And right when he starts saying that Victor told him something about it, it's poof, gone. Um, they killed Oliver Queen. Um, 
They killed the f- twice. If you want to be twice. technical, they killed Oliver twice. Yeah, they killed. Mm. They 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 bloody like that. That first arrow death is. <clears throat> if if they didn't bring him back to kill his ass again, I would have been totally fine with it. Because man, they brutal. You got to bear in mind all of the seasons that you've seen Oliver Queen just fucking murder people, just straight up murder everybody. He got got hard when oh, he died, dude. man. Twice too. Um, so yeah, I've, uh, we know, we have a little something ready to show JC. I've read about all this in spoilers. I've not watched the shows. I'm, I'll get around I haven't to really it. Haven't watched any of the yeah, shows. Yeah, so but after, there's a huge thing JC needs to see here. Yeah, after Crisis, uh, they finished up Arrow with a few episodes, and they showed what John Diggle will be doing in the future. This and better be Green Lantern. He better goddamn be Green Lantern. So I'm just gonna show this to JC real quick. To say, expect the unexpected. I see. I want to see a green light. I want to see a green light. Green means go. Something's falling out of the sky. What could that be? It better be a ring. Oh, look, there's a jeweler's ad here, too. See, even this knows I want this to be a (laughs) ring. (laughs) It was a ring literally on screen from a jewel ad. Thanks. That's funny. That's really hilarious. Hi, I've been sore. I'm John Diggle. Far bigger than any of us. So he leaned down. There's something that's landed. Yes, 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 yes. It's He went to Jared. Look, it's a green ring. He went to Jared. There's the nod right there. Yep. So, yep. He's a Green Lantern. Yes, 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 yes. He is a Green Lantern. (laughs) So essentially, he's going to be the John Stewart of this universe. Yes. His name is John Stewart Diggle. Ah, see, there it is. Also, there was a nice little... Have you guys watched the show Lucifer? I just read the comics. Okay, well, he shows up. Uh, yeah, Lucifer. Constantine has to go get a favor from Lucifer, and it is huh. the Lucifer from the TV series. Did yeah. we watch like the first episode or something? Yeah, so Lucifer. Here's for you guys to see. The, it's uh, actually really good. No, I really want to see six six six. There's always good. so much to yeah. do. This is, takes place on Earth six six six. That's great. I always blame wrestling when I don't get around to watching TV shows because we yeah, have way too much it. wrestling to watch all the time. Okay, I know a guy. There's Johnny. Best Constantine ever, by the way. For everything. Always a pleasure to see you, Lucy. Lucy? It's time. Excuse me, ladies. That's Seems Mia, like uh, Arrow's daughter. Want a piece of me? I'll see you later. The future. And that's no Green Lantern! <laughs> he is wonderful I here. I to say it's a pleasure to see you on my Earth, outside my club. It's not. Hello? I believe we've met. Lucifer, Morningstar. <laughs> Lucifer, Morningstar, as in... The devil, yes, exactly. So tell me. What is it you desire? I... I... Um, I desire to get my father back. Oh, daddy issues. <laughs> Why didn't you say so? <laughs> Look, I don't know if you have an Oliver Queen on your world, but I was as a... shuffled off this mortal coil. So yeah, blah, blah, they go blah, to get his soul back through the through that scene, and wow. that's Lucifer. And uh, great reference there because I mean, man, they just they went all out with this stuff. They went crazy. And here's the cool thing: the Ezra Miller thing. I was telling you guys. So the movie people approached them, saying, "Hey, right, we want the Flash to be on the show." And they're like, "What do you mean?" They're like, "We want it on in Crisis." You can use him. Now, the weird thing is, by the ending of Crisis, they've, they flattened the multiverse to one flat fucking 
like Photoshop. Universe, right? They flattened it for yeah. the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they, 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 they <laughs> flattened all, merged all, merged and flattened all layers. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and now click save. Um, so, so does that mean that the movie universe is now in the CW universe? No, no. It means that the CW stuff is all flattened into one world, and that the multiverse is fifty-two universes. So it's kind so of, that means the uh, DC has fifty-one movie universes to go fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the Arrowverse. Go ahead, have fun. No, no. It's, it's so good. It was, but like, here's the thing. I've seen. All the CW shows I can physically watch. There's so much fucking content. Oh yeah. my god! Um, yeah, that doesn't even count the uh, app shows. Yeah, that, yeah, which they also mentioned. Like I said, well, uh, everything gets mentioned. Yeah, there's, there's, there is a there, you could spend a, a lifetime of, of just catching up on all the fucking CW shows. Fucking, for they mentioned DC. the Super Friends because uh, the the Gleek, the monkey. That Jason Jana have in Super Friends. At the end of it, no they show they show a cage that's empty, and it's the the and it says Gleek. Okay, that's fun. That's yeah, pretty cool. they it didn't show, but and you heard. <laughs> I did like the fact that they had the reporter from the original Batman movie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Like, yeah. there's so many Easter eggs, so many cameos, such a fun ride. But I gotta tell you, I didn't even know all the fucking characters in that. And if I don't know all the characters in the fucking DC show, you've made. Too many episodes. Maybe, <laughs> maybe just trim That's down a really good point. the fucking content. Like, I yeah. can't imagine you not knowing a DC character. Yeah, this is like like I'm obsessive DC. Like well, yeah. it, it's the Supergirl characters. I think <laughs> I think it's the Supergirl. The characters. Supergirl characters has introduced so many different versions of some of my favorite DC characters. I didn't realize who they were until they said a fucking name. I'm the Legionnaires. Sitting, yeah, I'm sitting there just fucking you know. Shaking my coffee in the morning, go who? Who the fuck is Dream? Who? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm. And like, I originally told everybody like when the first three came out before we you know went to break. We talked about the, you know the beginning of it on here a little bit. I was like, yeah, I, I, I had to look up a few characters. I had to look up a lot of characters. <laughs> like, like by the end of it, I'm sitting there like, like I'm on the IMDb app and it's just saying fuck you. There's too many fucking people. You must upgrade to IMDb Pro. No, no, no. There's just too many fucking. I'm like. Jesus. So I don't really know much about this, the crisis on infinite earth. So it's a TV show that ties together like all the DC shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it it was a, it was a crossover event for all the, like air. There was an arrow episode. There was a flash episode. There was a black lightning episode. There was a, there wasn't a black Lightning episode. No, that's right. It was just mentioned. There was a Batwoman episode. Sorry. There was a Supergirl episode and a legends of tomorrow Tomorrow was the last one. And so it's just one season of that. It wasn't a. It was just five. It, all part one on this show, part two on this show, part three on this okay. show. Okay. The knots that they gotcha. would usually come on. Think okay. of think of like the crossover comic book stuff. Gotcha. And yeah. they literally did it just like that. Yeah. Okay. Just like I, I you did. You know, and it's one of the like, and all of their t- uh, crossover events. You don't have to watch the other shows because contextual clues kind of give it away. Like the comics. Yeah, but yeah. this was this was literally like there, like like the fucking. It was literally like crisis in the books, really. Like you, like you, you're gonna be looking up some references for people's names and shit. It's, okay. It... For instance, <laughs> uh, Brandon Routh uh, comes back and just owns as Clark Kent as he was from Superman Returns. It's actually one of the what a what a and what a it, movie that was. That's, here's a King uh, of Come ending. Cool. Stay in face of the third. Lois died fighting or in the planet. And there's Tyler Hecklin's Superman, which is the TV, TV Universe Superman. Who will? He's getting his own show now, right? John Cryer's Lex Luthor, which is fantastic. John Cryer's that Lex is Luthor crazy. is fantastic. He is awesome. 
and he's finally admitting he's bald. Look at that. He's got the Book of Destiny, and he's just like running around, messing up the multiverse, killing every Superman he can come across. Oh, wow. He kills like 16, 20 Superman, something like that. Damn. All right. So he takes over KC Soup's mind. And uh, then we get a Superman fight. Superman fight. fight. Yeah. Right. Pretty dope. Which, is also, which was also deftly handled when you see Adam. Since he plays Adam, he's only wearing the helmet. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> but I mean, like, super-powered beatdown, dude. Well, that's pretty good effects. And a they music, use, little music there. They nice. use the music. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I this mean, is, uh, it's the movie universe Superman. Wow, those are really good flying effects. Yeah, no, that, better than Supergirl's effects. Oh, on the, her show, her show has yeah. bad effects. You can tell that the Flash gets the the money. Oh damn! Flash yeah, this was the Flash episode, wasn't it? Yeah, huh. yeah. Right. The, the Flash's special effects budget's pretty ridiculous. It's the highest one. Even though the, they were constantly tapped for reusing the same animations, God, it, it should have been running. So far, I pretty much like that better than anything in uh, Batman versus Superman. Oh, it's the best. easily, <laughs> easily. It's my favorite suit on anything right now. This suit is wonderful. It's so soupy. Anyway, so it's yeah. so soup. Okay, I could have not heard that ever said. <laughs> that soupy fine. soup. But this is soupy soup. Yeah, crisis is fucking dope. And now that's uh, uh, are they doing? I read somewhere that they're, they're are they doing the Blu-ray of this? Yes, it's a five-disc Blu-ray. Oh, that's cool. Uh, actually, I think it'll be com- included on the Arrow season eight. DVD as well, because uh, like uh, this is a hard recommend when it comes out because I know they're oh, fast yeah, tracking it out. Yeah, uh, this is a very fucking hard recommend of uh, yeah. If you like DC, like you don't have to fucking watch the show. You yeah. will need maybe a Wikipedia uh, yeah, or yeah. IMDb out just to see the names. But like even this, the clips that we just showed y'all, like that. You gotta admit this is this is fucking cool. Yeah, and I mean you didn't even get to see all of them together because like you got Martian Manhunter a lot in this ep- in these episodes a lot, and he's great. And as a, DC, as a huge DC fan, I'm glad that now when I say anti monitor and just roll my eyes at people <laughs> after this, you will too. Yeah, because <laughs> it's there's, it's DC's answer to everything when you throw Jeff Johns around something. Any monitor, any monitor. Yeah. Now. There's something else that came on TV recently that uh, yes. JC didn't get to see, and we got to watch, uh, and that's Star Trek Picard. Picard. This- so I never really watched any Star Trek, okay. except for Voyager, which I loved. And Voyager's I watched fantastic. it multiple times. Captain Mom. Yeah. Yes, Miss, Miss <laughs> Captain awesome. Janeway. No, 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 that's awesome. Oh, I know. I love but she's Janeway. Awesome. And, um, so Picard, so this was new. I've seen some of the old, the original Star Trek episodes with Shatner, of course, but um, not the whole series even by far. Never seen any other thing, and um, I loved this first episode of Picard. Mm-hmm. Loved it. I cannot wait to watch more. So, uh, let and me speaking just... of Voyager, I was really pleasantly surprised that Miss Seven of Nine showed up in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, as, and that's a girl geek thing for me. So, um, yeah, because she's, she's one of my favorite characters from Voyager. So she's gonna be more really, really exciting. I really want to see Picard. But I can't because Picard is now the first victim of the streaming wars for yeah, me. Yeah. They took it off. Originally, when it came out, they said, look, it's going to be on on demand. And it's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be everywhere. Mm-hmm. And if you go to it, it is nothing but an ad for CBS Access as they're moving yeah. all of their streaming content to and all, all of their replay. They're taking it off of Xfinity On Demand, off of any version of On Demand. And you have to go register through your internet service provider slash cable provider and register your personal information 
and I'm not going through all that bullshit to watch an episode so of the show. So it's not even going to be like available for individual purchase on the PlayStation Network or Amazon, nothing like that? I couldn't find it. God, no, we'll have to stupid. watch it together <laughs> when I bring it over <laughs> with my CBS account. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's what we do. We mm-hmm. get in the same room and watch it where it was legally bought. Exactly. <laughs> I promise. I have a little bit more of a connection with Star Trek, much like Jamie. I've never been a Trekkie, per se. I watched a lot of the Next Generation originally. Um, I like Deep Space Nine quite a bit. I thought that was probably my favorite of the TV shows I've seen. Good and dark. So I've got, I've got loose. My, I have a dearly departed friend I think about a lot. And Star Trek, particularly the Next Generation, was his jam. So I, I was kind of watching that and missing him a little bit through this. So it kind of got me a little emotional. But uh, more than that, though, it was, it's just... It's so nostalgic and, mm-hmm. and so reverential. And one thing that I love, love, love about it, there was um, a roadblock for me with the original Star Trek. Was the original Star Trek, uh, particularly Next Generation, just has that older way of making television that television has gotten away from mm-hmm. through things like Breaking Bad or Battlestar Galactica or Sopranos. It, you know, TV's made differently now. And cinematic. Cinematic, yeah. yeah. And back then, it just still had that stilted feel. And Picard does not have that, so I was very excited yeah. about that. That's one of the... That, that makes me happy because, like, I grew up in a... a you know, my, my, my father and uh, his wife were, were Trekkies. So every time I went over to my father's house, like I've seen every episode of the original series, I've seen every episode of Next Generation. I like the original series more just because it seems more like boundary pushing. It's and fun. Yes, yes. Next Generation was very formulaic, but oh. I mean, the, the it has one of the best endings of any TV yeah. series oh, I've yeah. ever seen. And the Borg stuff is oh, phenomenal. oh the Borg like, stuff. I, mean, like, I love uh, anything with the Borg or Q. I will still yeah, watch. Yeah, it's awesome. Just without a doubt, other than awesome. question. And when the Borg first came out, they were fucking terrifying too. By the way, yeah. Well, well, you haven't seen Picard. Calm down. Yeah. We're Let's talk, let's <laughs> here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, so let me just kind of set the set set the scene for you a little bit with Picard. Then just just a tad. Okay, so it's 15 years after the last episode of the Next Generation. Um, the Federation's kind of turned shitty. Mm, yep. They allowed it was turning shitty at the end of yeah, Next Generation, yeah. though. That's one of the things they hit on when they ended the series. So they 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 talk about the Roman star or the Romulan star going supernova, yes, which yes. was what happened in Star Trek Nine, the the J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Uh, that's what Nero came back for, if you remember, because Spock didn't save uh, Romulus or whatever. And you know, in the first, so uh, it's it's in contained universe. Then. It's it's both. They they found a way to do. The next generation universe, but also say, by the way, what happened at the end of the next generation universe is what happened to lead to the Kelvin universe for the J.J. Abrams movies. Like Romulus star went supernova. The Federation said they're not going to help because they've been lifelong enemies, even though they were friends there for a while. So Picard pulls a Dunkirk and takes every civilian ship he can possibly get to get all the Romulans off of the planet. Basically mutinies against the Federation to get them all off the planet to save them. After that, he leaves the Federation, but then an interesting thing happens. All the synthetics that exist apparently at this point attack the Starfleet Starfleet base on Mars, burn the Martian atmosphere, kill 900, not 900 million people because there were 900 million people on the Romulus that didn't make it. Because it went supernova. They got a bunch off, but not all of them. They they fucking died. (laughs) Um, And uh, the synthetics attack ignited the uh, Martian atmosphere and killed basically everybody on Mars. And so now synthetics are outlawed by the Federation. There's this synthetic uh, racism. Cue David Bowie, Life on Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and so... Oh, wow. He's... Breaking news right on the show. Oh, my God. (laughs) So... um, 
Breaking news. I spoke about Batmite recently uh, on A Geeks Inherited the Earth, how, much, how hard I was ha- a time I was having to find him. Somebody bought it while I was there. So, uh, Sean Dexter, I'm calling you out because uh, your post says, this is the one you talked about on the podcast that I bought in front of you. If you haven't got one, I will give this one to you. You don't have to fight me for it. <laughs> I can't believe that happened while we're recording. Yeah, that's So, amazing. tell him that I love him and thank him for not... Slicing me up like Wolverine. <laughs> Thank oh, you. is that Wolverine guy? It's Wolverine, yeah. Nice to meet you, Wolverine guy. <laughs> Dude yeah, is jacked, this, by the way. This wasn't planted. You literally messaged us while we were recording yeah. yep. this. That's amazing. That's Dude crazy. is jacked and looks like Logan. It's fantastic. Thank you, sir. Uh, Thank you. So, yeah, yeah you, you sold me on. I want to see Picard. I want to, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a Trekkie, but I know enough about the fucking universe to where I can hang with it. But I was just afraid it's going to be formula. My big fear was when I saw the trailers and the way that, you know... It, uh, he, he, he's using the same speaking voice that he used in Logan. And I was like, oh, God, is this going to be Old Man Picard? Kind of. Uh, yeah. There's, a, there's one reference in it. He's having a dream. Was it Data, I think, that asks him this question? It probably was. Uh, That's what he's usually dreaming it, about. It's about, I want to end this, but I don't know how. Picard says, I want to end this, but I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Data that says... Yes, you do. And then he comes back. And I think that's just a meta reference to the show itself. Like, yeah. how do I end the story of Picard fully? Uh, mm-hmm. And I think this is his final run. And it's going to be a very detective-filled kind of thing. Yep. Uh, he's Lots trying, of mysteries. There's, there's mysteries, and he's trying to get to the bottom of it. Obviously, he's going to have a crew a bit of, uh, there's a bit of um, Firefly feel. He's got this kind of like ragtag. a ramshackle crew, yeah. Yeah, got this ragtag group of, of folks together that's going to help him find this uh, secret um uh, to find a, a girl who's very important. Yeah, we'll leave it that. Yeah, we'll leave it I'll, at that because I don't want to spoil it. I'll, I'll, I'll put it like, like, like just from hearing this. One of the things that I like where this is going because the major difference to me between you know Kirk and Picard was Kirk is a flyboy. Mm-hmm. Like he's more like the Hal Jordan type. Yeah, he's he's, he's yeah. you know yeah. off the fucking chain. Where uh, Picard is more of your John Stewart. He's straight laced. He's a strategist. He's you know he he's he's not a product of the system. He saw the fucking system and invented his own system. He's systems and systems and systems. Yeah, you know he's he's very smart. He's very strategic. Like I, you would have a beer with Kirk, you would lose at chess to Picard. Yeah, and you would uh, <laughs> and you'd want to serve under Picard. Yeah, yeah. you oh, would want him. Oh, you, 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 I'd serve under Captain Janeway. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. No, I, I don't disagree with you at all. Those are the two best captains in like the Star Trek universe. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Well, I want to see it. And uh, yeah, so we're running out of time. So yeah, running a bit late on this one. Some, oh, no. Uh, hey, Jamie, you got any uh, recommendations? What are you into lately? Yeah. Anything well, you want to pass out to the people? been pretty busy, so I haven't really been had a lot of time to um, do a lot of stuff. But I've, I have been pretty getting caught up on all of the X-Men titles and the comic books right now. They're mm. all amazing. Some I like better than others. Like, I really love Excalibur and um, X-Force uh, Marauders, which I'm behind on with a spoiler that... Or I don't have a spoiler. I'm behind on. He's caught up on, and so I'm really looking forward to get caught up on that. Ooh, I'm right. Batman. Um, I'm, oh God, what a spoiler! <laughs> Batman. I'm I'm caught up on, and it's I'm I'm really loving what's going on with Batman right now Me too. and Catwoman. Um, mm-hmm. I was really pissed off at tom king for a very long time about <laughs> yeah. what he did to me he broke my heart mine too and he's kind of uh, well he's done with it but it's they're bringing it back around now to where i'm happy with what's going on with that so that's 
my two things. Um, I'm super behind on any video games. I'm, I'm playing Tomb Raider, The Rise of Tomb Raider right now. Oh, <laughs> Those games are great. I love Tomb Raider. One of my favorite series. So that's that's what I'm slowly getting through right now. And those but newer ones are awesome. They're so awesome. Like, they really took it there. I love puzzles, and I love um, 100%ing games. Me and too. it's really easy to do with Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> and fun. Yeah. And, and it's a lot of fun. I don't want it to be too hard to do. The challenge know? tombs are fantastic. Challenge tombs yeah. are awesome. So. Really cool. It's just hard enough to keep me excited about it. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. Mike, what you got? Uh, you know what? Um, I've talked about them a lot lately. The new DC McFarlane figures are fan fantastic. Mm. They are so solid. They are so beefy. Um, great I so likenesses. agree with that. Mm. I finally got the home studio set up in my secret Geeks Inherited the Earth bunker, so I've kept talking about it, but I'm going to get these video reviews up. I've got the Bat Raptor. I've got the whole wave for the most part, other than the animated figures, so I'm looking forward to getting that out there. Uh, Marauders, again, I've really been enjoying the shit out of that comic. Finally gotten caught up more on The Witcher, almost to the end oh, of it, so shit. I'm going to shout out to The Witcher. I know that's way behind, I have to but jump in. I love it, man. I have that. to jump in and say that should be on mine, too. The Witcher is my favorite thing I'm doing right mm-hmm. now. I love The Witcher so, so much. Yennefer is one of my favorite characters I've ever seen in anything, and I'm, I'm loving it. And I don't care that it seems kind of hokey. It's, the acting totally reminds me of old-school Xena and Hercules shows, mm-hmm. which oh, I loved. Oh, it really loved. does. It really I does. Loved I love them. So it's nostalgic for me. I loved it. Yeah. So don't let that... If it makes you feel any better, I'm just now finishing Witcher 2, because there's been so much other shit. And oh my god. I, it's one of the, I'm, this goes back to something Mike said before it. of, you know, when Mandalorian Sorry. came out, some Are things you, you want to watch slower <laughs> than, you know, don't you don't want to binge. I can't binge Witcher. Like, I like to watch oh, an episode like it, a week. Yeah. That's yeah. what I like to do. With it's very heady. I mean, there's a lot of storyline going on. Well, so and it jumps connect. around. Yeah. It's so it can be confusing. Yeah. So if you, if you try to binge watch it, like it causes a migraine for me. It's not. Like, it's not. It's novelistic. Yeah. And it's oh, and right. it's and it, it, it's like it's like no, we're gonna do this like a book, and you're gonna have to deal with that. Yeah, I'll, I totally yeah. want to go back and rewatch it again. Oh yeah, once I'm done. It's one of those that's worth the rewatch. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You oh, go no, ahead. Go no, ahead and finish totally, your stuff. Uh, so yeah, you got to do it here. We're spontaneous. We talk about the stuff. Uh, just two other quick things. The uh, new Justice League comic starting at number 40. Very excited on this new direction. we got Robert Venditti uh, writing it. Doug Monk. Is it Monk? Mank? Monkey? 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 Wait, they're, Monkey? Monkey? they're back together as a team and they're doing Justice League. <laughs> it's essentially a new number one issue. It's mm-hmm. following Snyder's. It's a clean break. Um, it's refreshing. Uh, Diggle. Oh, Diggle. That's not Diggle. It's John Stewart. John, John Stewart's Stewart. on the team. <laughs> Same thing. And uh, Thor by Donny Cates, man. Holy shit, oh, that comic wow. is blowing my mind right now. Fucking I mean, it's not like Thor wasn't already awesome before, but fuck. Heralds of Galactus uh, Thor? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. That's crazy, crazy. Uh, okay, mine is very simple. Uh, it's the TV show based off of my favorite comic of all time. It's on Netflix now. I finished watching it. I've already watched the watched it through once, and I'm halfway through again. It's Lock and Key. Um... It's amazing. It, it 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 adapts it so well. It adapts the source material so well. And I saw it when I started watching. It, it said TV fourteen, and it worried me. And then there is I don't know how they got TV fourteen. I do not know how they got it because this show is violent. Children die constantly. Damn. Um, <laughs> begin- Children die. Constantly. They do. They die a ton. Can, in we, this. can we name that the show? Children <laughs> die constantly. No, that's our that's our it. next punk band though. No. Um, Children die constantly. Uh, and, and only ska covers <laughs> absolutely <laughs> uh, but like it's 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 a really really good show um it's terrifying in parts it's poignant it deals with uh childhood and the loss of innocence uh growing up it's very i mean it's written by joe hill stephen king's son Oh damn! Um, and, I didn't know that. Even the yeah. comic? Yeah, even the comic. Oh wow! Yeah, Whoa, this is his. Cool. It was, it, it's considered his like his opus. Holy shit! And uh, the show he's very heavily involved with. Um, 
some of the actual locations that he based uh, the original in, in the original series are actual or in the comics. The locations that he based it on were real places, and they filmed them at those places. So when you see these places, you're seeing the illustration of the rock, the cliffs that are in the comic. You oh, see the house wow, that is in the comic. Awesome. You see the well house that is in the comic. That sounds awesome. And nice so touch. it's like oh, I would love that. And it's so good. And it's it's Goonies meets this show would have killed it if it came out before Stranger Things and everything uh. because it's what Stranger Things pulled a lot from. Oh. And so now they're adapting it and people are going to say, well, it feels a bit... Um, it feel, uh, we've seen this before. It's kids. And derivative they're, they're, of Stranger Things. Derivative of Stranger It's like, well, no, it's not because it came out before all that. Mm. And uh, Stranger Things heavily was inspired by Lock and Key. Uh, it's a show about... Mm kids that move into a house and there's these magical keys that open magical doors yeah you're totally selling me on this i yeah. need to watch it it's ASAP. wonderful it's was it's it the awesome. children dying part because that's what i that's where i jumped <laughs> <on>. no <laughs> magical magical stuff uh the the art the the scenery the yeah. artwork the from the comic book sounds oh, amazing i have to see that. oh hey that, this all reminds me of one thing i hate to interrupt the process oh, here but uh, i gotta say i'm really looking forward to strange academy coming out for marvel hell oh, yeah, yeah me, me too, too. <laughs> well hey if it's got dr strange in it i'm gonna buy it <laughs> with what this it's the Marvel version of Harry Potter. Uh, Doctor Strange's school for magical uh, mu- mutants. No, Chill, no just, just magic magical, users. Magic, yeah, magic users. users. It looks great. And yeah. um, that he's got like um, magic you, is going to be involved as a it's X Men. <laughs> you you lost me and then sold me on that so um, fast. Scarlet and Witch is in it. When you Humberto say Harry Ramos is is drawing it, yep, and he's mm-hmm. perfect yeah. for it. And um, so that's awesome. Sorry, anyway, that just sparked that for me right there. Oh yeah, no, I can't wait for Strange <laughs> Academy. And honestly, like I said, Lock and Key. Uh, it, it's 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 a coming of age tale. Uh, like I said, it's a horror book first and foremost. Um, it's a, it's a horror story. Who published it originally? IDW. Oh, no. cool. Huh. So uh, the the book's a bit more graphic and violent, obviously, than the show, but they push it as far as you need it to be pushed in the show. It's kind of like the boys where they tone down the stuff the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still palatable and still very dark and scary because there's the lady that lives in the bottom of the well, and she's the villain, and she might be a good guy, and it ties together their parents' lineage and how people in that town forget magic after so long mm. when they get older. Oh, wow. And uh, it's... Oh man, watch it! Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, great. I will do that. And did we mention the kids die? <laughs> a lot of kids die. Some I'll be crying die, then. Yeah. You know that I'll be just oh, crying. It's so the whole good time. though. It's I'm so good. super, 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 super late to the game on this, but on Mike's recommendation, I have lost most of the last two weeks of my life to Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, there you go. Holy shit! I used to have a life, and now I have students. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Awesome. Uh, I spend way too much time having tea with anime girls that I want my character to bang instead of actually trying to meet girls in real life. Yeah. Uh, you gotta do so, it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a thing I'm having a very hard time explaining to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really work like a plan, mom. Sorry, you already got one grandkid. That's all you get. But I'm 100 completing this bitch. So speaking of games, sorry to interrupt for just a sec, but I'm playing Celeste and oh, it is cool, hard and wonderful on the Switch, and I hope I don't break my Switch in half from anger. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. I'm playing that and still playing Death Stranding because... Oh, yeah. No, oh, fuck. We're all playing Death Stranding. The problem is when you have a, when you fall asleep playing one and you have a dream about it. So, like, this really happened to me. I fell asleep and I had a dream that I was t- t- teaching in the Fire Emblem house, but I was teaching them how to put their uh, piss and shit and condoms and throw at the other students. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, when the game's starting to blur together. Uh, Death Stranding. Yeah. <laughs> I can't 
Hideo Kojima. Yeah, yeah, Kojima. it's Hideo. I've not had any Death Stranding dreams, and I fucking hope I don't. Yeah, me either. Yeah, yeah. 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 For those of you who haven't played Death Stranding, that would be like actually fucking being in Stranger Things. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've been playing. But as far as the recommendations go, well, Birds of Prey is constantly. Boom. Yeah. 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 That's so good. That's unanimous. Please go watch Birds of Prey. Uh, uh, go watch it. I don't yeah. care who you are, you will not be disappointed. Unless you're a go into it with and a, you're not still listening. Go into it with an open mind and and no expectations because it's fun. By the way, I realize why those people left. Did we talk about that in no. the movie? Okay, so you know, the people oh, that got up and left. That's right. They got up and left after she did the canary cry, and I realized why. That's one problem with the movie if you don't know who that character is because they only even kind of hint at it when she hits a high note. All of a sudden, she has a fucking screaming power. And you're, uh, people, that is a good point. They don't explain that at all. They don't. So if you, you didn't have to know, know that, who she is. If you didn't know who Black Canary was, you'd be like, what? And that's when those people got up and they were like, fuck this. <laughs> that I, is a really good point. I realized that the fantasy broke them right there. They were like, no, this is stupid. So that was their like Spider-Man 3, I can uh, dance like Fred Astaire <laughs> moment. Yep, they just didn't, okay. except they just didn't get I'm it. I'm glad I which, never saw that movie. They didn't get it. Well, that's sad because I loved that slow buildup that they didn't show it till the very yeah, end. No, it which, was such a payoff. That, Wait, you've you've never seen though. Spider-Man 3, but y'all are making me watch wrestling? No, this has to be a trade-off. Oh. Interesting. Shit, he's right. Mm. Just to get the commentary of how fuck terrible it is. The now, geek we, show Jamie Spider-Man. Oh, by the way, too, Sam Raimi might be directing Doctor oh, Strange yes, 2. Last thing, last thing. Yes, thing, yes, yes. So, Doctor Strange 2 uh, has changed directors. Scott Derrickson's off of it. The writer, Robert Cargill's off of it. There was a mention in his Twitter, actually, that Robert Cargill said, writer from Doctor Strange 1, uh... Since it keeps coming up in news stories, it's worth noting that Scott Derrickson and I never never got the opportunity to write a draft of Multiverse of Madness, so whatever they are working with now isn't derivative of our work. Meaning that this whole time we thought that Derrickson was developing a film for Marvel that's Multiverse of Madness, and the only person that's been working on it is Kevin Feige and unnamed people. So it might mm. be Sam Raimi for real, that because be Variety amazing. is who it leaked to, and... They said that he is uh, more than likely going to be the director. And when Variety gets leaks, it's because Marvel gives it to them. (laughs) I'll believe it when I see Sam Raimi holding up a contract with Benedict Cumberbatch beside him, kissing him on the side of the forehead. Please, 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 please. But yeah, I'm hoping for it. He's he's, he's evolved enough as a filmmaker. We could go on for... I've loved Sam Raimi's entire... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just, just, okay, like the the part of me that thinks of the the innovation of Evil Dead, like basically inventing that whole camera style and everything... Yes. That's what I want to see. Yep. Like, like, okay, this could be really good. Just no zoom shots like the Spider-Man movies for fuck's sake. Could the you not? Zoom. And and like, if he's gonna go no, all weird with it, he he did a great job of some of this shit and dragged me to hell. Just no singing, dancing goats. That <laughs> like, no singing, dancing. Drag me to hell. Such a good movie until you see. No Sam. No bad Sam. <laughs> uh, and 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 for the love of God, whoever he hires to score his movies, that he did Spider Man. He did Drag Me to Hell. Don't let him fucking near Doctor Strange. Do not have campy Danny Elfman rip-off fucking music no. and jump shots. If he goes full dark with this, because they do want this to be their horror movie, the horror movie yeah. is there any pick better for a, quote, family-friendly horror movie than Sam Raimi? No. Well, and we saw from Ash vs. Evil Dead, there's a couple episodes he directed, uh, specifically the pilot, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He did the pilot, yes. Yeah. And he still got it. If he approaches oh, yeah. this movie yeah. like he did that episode... His episodes are the best episodes. Yeah, he's just got to make sure that he doesn't turn, you know, Doctor Strange into a quipster. Just leave him that kind of well, serious. He's kind of halfway there anyway. He's still snarky. He's snarky, a snarky quipster. Yes, snarky, he, he, he's yes. Tony Stark. 
in a way. Yeah. Tony Snark. He's, he's Tony Snark. He's, <laughs> he's Tony Dark. Tony Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I love Doctor Strange. Please don't fuck this up. I love Doctor Strange as well. Uh, the first movie just didn't get it all right to me. It was a bit uh, Nolan-y and it didn't touch on magic enough. And uh, honestly, Taika Waititi and the Russos made Doctor Strange more of the character that I love yes. than the first movie even got close to doing. Well, the original movie kind of followed the, the Captain Marvel Iron Man origin movie template. Yeah. He, he, he wasn't really, you know, Doctor Strange till the end. So I have a feeling this is going to be fun. You know, that was one of the only template origin story movies that didn't bother me just because it was so weirdly filmed. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but I was waiting for Doctor Strange. Right. Right. The whole time I was like, where's the fucking magic? It's in, it's in, in the game strange. Yeah. It's in Infinity War. That's where it is. It's in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. That sequence is fucking amazing. Just the him refilling the beer is the most Doctor Strange, snarky motherfucking bullshit. When Thor calls for the hammer, though, inside the fucking uh, clank, waiting, clank, 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 clank. and it's beating off of all those walls that, through this interdimensional fucking building. I loved the callback and Endgame to that too. That sometimes it takes a second. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, that was the show. That was the show. That was Jamie, fun. thanks for coming back. Always we pleasure. had hey, some fun. Hey, thanks for having me. I love hanging out with you guys and talking about this stuff. So anytime. I'll and be happy be sh- to come back. And be sure to stay tuned for all the other shows on Outlander Media Network as there's some big shit coming down the pipe. And we've got some more cool interviews. So like, subscribe, love us, tell your friends, and go fucking see Birds of Prey. Do, Do it. it. Do it. Do it. All right. We love you. Bye. <laughs>